it's a social shock absorber really is what it is. And, uh, <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it just puts boa wrap around uh, the ego because instead of these, uh, you know, fear of rejection or whatever, causing a lot of excitability in the brain and, and generating a lot of activity, there's, there's, um, a squelch put on that and it's, the signals are, uh, are dampened. It's their ability to connect with somebody and, and feel what they're feeling. You know, if you, if you don't have enough room for your own emotions, uh, if it's too much, if it's too overwhelming, just experiencing one's own emotions, how can you simulate what another person might be feeling? So I wanted to make sure that, uh, that we were using GABA itself, which the brain and the body know how to deal with. If there's too much of it, the brain and the body know how to get rid of it. Don't be afraid uh, to um, make changes in your life if you need to. Never stop learning, you know? Uh, and one of the things that learning constantly helps one do that's really an unexpected benefit besides knowing a lot of random facts <laughs> is, is, is the, the ability to find connections between different things that um, haven't uh, been explored. And that's just a great source of creativity. You are listening to the Optimal Performance Podcast. The OPP is brought to you by Natural Stacks, makers of 100% natural and open source supplements designed to help you live optimal. For more on building optimal performance into your life, visit naturalstacks.com. Ryan Muncy is probably the smartest guy I know. Trust me, Muncy is the nutrition guy. Ryan Muncy's out there trying to make the world better for all of us. The Optimal Performance Podcast is bold, edgy, creative, entertaining, and epic. Ryan Muncy is my go-to guy. Ryan Muncy is he's the first guy I call. He's making people's lives better. Ryan Muncy's an innovator. Happy Thursday, all you Optimal Performers. Welcome to another episode of the OPP. I'm your host, Ryan Muncy, and I am joined today by none other than the formulator of all kinds of products for us here at Natural Stacks, uh, as you know him, Abelard Lindsay. Abelard, thanks for hanging out with us today, man. Great to be here today. Thanks. So before we dive in, a um, couple of housekeeping notes, as always. Uh, number one, make sure you go to naturalstacks.com. You guys will be able to see the blog post along with the video and the links and resources. Abelard loves to pepper in studies, and I know we'll have a bunch of those that you guys can follow up on. Um, so, so that'll be on the blog post. Uh, please go to iTunes. Leave us a five-star review. Let us know how much you like the show. If you are enjoying the OPP, if it's helping you, when you think about the people in your life who will benefit from the things that we're talking about, please share the OPP with them. That is how we grow. That is how we help more people and how we reach more people. Um, and of course, if you leave us a review, we will read them on the air. I'm going to read you guys two today. If we read your review on a future podcast, we will hook you up with free Natural Stacks products. So when you hear your review, shoot me an email, ryan at naturalstacks.com, and we will get you some free Natural Stacks products. Review number one says, Life Changer. This is from Rose Trees. Uh, if there was one podcast I'd recommend to everyone, this is the one. It's full of doable advice for optimizing your physical and mental well-being. I especially like that Ryan Muncy makes sure his guests provide actionable steps, unlike some other podcasts. It's been a life changer for me. So Abelard, you heard that. We need actionable advice today. That is the standard here. Uh, second review, I told you guys too, quality content. This is from Like Something New. I've been implementing the tips, wisdom, and hacks I've learned listening to the Optimal Performance Podcast. I feel healthier, stronger, more focused, and thirsty for more knowledge. Well, I promise you, like something new, you're going to get some more knowledge today from the master Abelard. Uh, so thank you guys for those reviews. Like I said, email me. We'll get you some free product. Public service announcements over. And Abelard, let's dive in. We're talking GABA as a neurotransmitter today, and of course, GABA brain food. So before we really 
get going on this topic, let's explain, you know, for somebody who may not be aware yet, what is GABA uh, as a neurotransmitter? Well, GABA is the inhibitory neurotransmitter. That means that it uh, slows down uh, signals in the brain. Um, it acts sort of as a, a squelch knob on the brain, uh, on brain transmissions, uh, increasing the threshold uh, that prevents uh, excess communication between neurons. Um, so if, when, uh, if GABA levels are extremely low, for example, in, in uh, alcohol withdrawal, uh, that can cause uh, you know, uh, extreme irritability and um, even seizures. So it's uh, a necessary part of, of brain chemistry. And uh, it's a very relaxing uh, neurotransmitter. It's, it, uh, it prevents um, excess anxiety and uh, also aids in uh, neurogenesis and um, cognition. And I, I find that it's very... Uh, it's very important in, in, in creativity, in socializing, um, and in general feelings of well-being. Well, speaking of alcohol and socializing, we know that, that alcohol is a GABA agonist. You've talked about this as an example for, for people who, um, you know, for our listeners, an easy way to kind of conceptualize what GABA is and what it does. We all have experienced that social ease that comes with one or two drinks of alcohol. Yeah, it's it's a um, the good effects of alcohol. Not you know, there's obvious deleterious health effects of alcohol that everybody's familiar with. Um, but the good effects are are mainly that uh, alcohol acts as a GABA agonist, which means it plugs into uh, the GABA receptors in the brain. Um, other uh, other drugs that do that are uh, tranquilizers like the benzodiazepines and the uh, um, also uh, some people may be familiar with uh, Phenibit, uh, and uh, there's another uh, drug called Picamillan, which isn't uh, available that much anymore. Um, but uh, yeah, it's a social shock absorber, really, is what it is, and uh, <laughs> it's uh, you know it just puts boa wrap around uh, the ego because instead of these. Uh, you know, fear of rejection or whatever, causing a lot of excitability in the brain and, and generating a lot of activity. There's there's um, a squelch put on that, and it's the signals are uh, are dampened, so it, it makes social interaction easier because there's not as much um, uh, sensitivity, uh, hypersensitivity to uh, things that go wrong in social interactions. <laughs> So, for instance, if I was a cold, if I was doing cold calling or or sales to somebody, you know, or to somebody who wasn't a very receptive customer or doing customer service at you know, company, you know, <laughs> you know that kind of thing, or being a therapist, even, you know, having good GABA would be a, a benefit because I it, it, I find that when I stimulate GABA, I, I become more empathetic and and more tolerant of other people and more interested in in them and their, uh, uh, in their personalities. Well, I like that you called it uh, bubble wrap for the ego. I think that's really cool. And, and you know, something that, that I've seen that, that you've written in, in the white paper for, for GABA brain food, um, you know, you talk about how, um, you know, it, it makes it so that our thoughts, um, you know, we can, we can reach that higher level of importance. We can manifest ourselves um, you know, in your words, it was manifest themselves, you know, through consciousness resulting in a more relaxed, peaceful perspective, uh, where distractions are, are manifestly reduced. Um, you know, talk about, you know, how that would be beneficial, um, you know, and, and how that's different from the way that we typically perceive nootropics. Well, you know, the way we typically perceive nootropics is, you know, fast, fast, fast. Uh, being able to uh, quickly come up with answers to, uh, to to questions and so forth, and just to be able to uh, um, remember things very quickly and respond very quickly to things. And one of the um, one, you know one of the things that is a very complex uh, behavior is social interaction and uh, being more sensitive to those those cues and and um, 
I mean, and other people's emotions. I mean, I always say like empathy is is a talent. It can be uh, it can be learned. I think people have varying levels of ability at it. But you know, if you've ever been uh, uh, in a conversation or spent time around somebody who's very good at, for example, sales, you know, or or a therapist or so forth, this their ability to to under um, connect with somebody and, and feel what they're feeling. You know, if you if you don't have enough room for your own emotions, uh, if it's too much, if it's too overwhelming, just experiencing one's own emotions, how can you simulate what another person might be feeling, um, and in, in order to empathize with them? So, if, you know, it, it creates a lot more room in in one's uh, emotional repertoire to to, um, to deal with other people and. And situations that uh, require that. I, well, I mean, one one thing, for example, is you know, thinking creatively about um, you know marketing or or about relationships. Even um, it's important to, to 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 think about what is another person thinking. What would they be thinking? And and, and you know, with GABA, it's, it's, there's a much greater depth to that. And also to confront personal issues, which are more uh, delicate. It it. Let's it create it makes that safer uh, emotion than it otherwise would be. I mean, and this is uh, the, the, that, in my opinion, are are, are the benefits of uh, of GABA because um, you know it's a different kind of cognition than you know the the typical uh, IQ test cognition. But it's 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 definitely uh, something that's useful and real for a lot of people. So it's more of that emotional intelligence that you know that that eq that, that we talk about instead of iq yeah yeah and uh seth godin talks about emotional labor too which is you know being nice to people when you you know <laughs> you don't really know that kind of thing or <laughs> listening to other people's problems or uh empath you know empathizing with people uh that, that kind of thing. It's, it's it, yeah. That's that sort of. It helps with that emotional labor and increasing the emotional intelligence. Okay. So so we covered a couple of the benefits. We, we've talked about kind of what GABA is. What other roles does it play uh, in the body? I know you and I have talked before about you know uh, it has some some roles in neurogenesis. But, but what else does GABA do for us? Yeah, GABA is involved in. Um, uh, like cell different neuronal cell stem cell differentiation, um, and you know also preventing uh, excitotoxicity uh, from overstimulation, and calming uh, calming down uh, the brain from uh, you know its excessively excited states of anxiety and so forth. Um, I mean those are very important roles. <laughs> yeah, and I mean also uh, relaxing the body. I mean. Too, also, uh, you know, preparing us for uh, sleep and so. Well, uh, I'm glad you brought up sleep because in the past I've taken GABA supplements to help with sleep, and every time I have, it, I feel like I sleep beautifully. It, it knocks me out, and I sleep really well. I'm curious now with with the research that I've done and the research that you've shown me, as well as the rest of our team, as this brain food has been formulated, that. GABA by itself does not cross the blood-brain barrier very well. Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Yeah, that is has been a concern with uh, taking GABA supplements, but recently there's been uh, some research that uh, shows that nitric oxide can uh, improve the uh, ability of GABA to cross the blood-brain barrier, and um, I've been experimenting with uh, nitric oxide, which has many health benefits uh, on its own, for example, improving exercise performance, um, and uh, it increases the ability of, of GABA to cross the blood brain barrier. Um, there's uh, so that is the uh, essential aspect of the stack that that makes it different from most GABA stacks is, is the nitric oxide. Um, uh, improvement is something that can make uh, the GABA more effective in the body. Well, I know one of those studies that, that we've seen, um, I think they used L-arginine, but that study increased GABA uh, deliverability from like 30% to 300%. It was 
Uh, it was almost a, a 10 times increase. Yeah, yeah, and the, and the combination with synergistic. Now, now citrulline is in this uh, cycle that produces uh, nitric oxide, and it gets recycled into um, arginine and so forth. So, uh, and, it, and and citrulline has been shown in many studies to increase nitric oxide levels in the body. So, yeah, so the arginine and citrulline have similar effects. Well, just so for you guys listening, after we kind of set the stage for, for what GABA is, when we start talking about the formulation for GABA brain food, you know, we'll, we'll talk about citrulline and, and Abelard will give you a chance to talk about why you chose that instead of arginine uh, in a few minutes. But it, it is very interesting to see that, you know, by increasing nitric oxide, we're able to uh, facilitate GABA getting across that blood brain barrier. I got the study right here in front of me. The uh Administration of uh, GABA alone increased brain GABA concentrations 33%. And then uh, when uh, combined with arginine, it, it showed a fourfold increase in GABA levels. Um, so, yeah, they're, 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 it's a, a synergistic uh, effect to uh, increase uh, nitric oxide um, yeah, in the brain. Uh, increasing nitric oxide creates a synergistic effect in uh, getting GABA into the brain. So, and that was in an animal model, but you know, it, I, I mean, I've self-experimented with this, and it's uh, certainly a significant effect. So yeah, the the one that that you had sent previously, um, the combination of GABA with a nitric oxide stimulator um, increased brain GABA by it went from thirty three percent with GABA alone to three hundred and eighty three percent. Yeah, well, uh, this is an additional study that's. Uh, Similar. This is uh, Shai Devi. Um, okay. Well, we will link both of those for you guys in the uh, show notes for the podcast. Make sure you guys go to naturalstacks.com. You'll be able to see that. Um, well, very cool. So I guess my question to you then, Abelard, is you know, if, if GABA by itself doesn't cross the blood-brain barrier that effectively, how is it able uh, to promote such uh, – profound impacts on sleep if, if we just take regular GABA by itself? Well, it, it relaxes the, the body and the uh, peripheral nervous system. So that, uh, uh, that's probably one of its mechanisms of action. Okay. So then with, uh, with our formulation, the brain foods formulation, we would expect to have brain and body relaxation? Yeah, correct. Uh, through the GABA mechanism, and also nitric oxide itself is uh, you know lowers uh, blood pressure, for example. And so then, with with other, you mentioned earlier, uh, Finibut, pick a million. Um, these are common GABA supplements that have been I don't want to say adulterated, but they've got things added to the GABA uh, structure to help facilitate it crossing the blood brain barrier. These are things that are not using that nitric oxide boost, they're, they're using a different way to get across the blood-brain barrier. What, what are they doing and, and what are some of the potential negative aspects of doing it that way? Well, they're, uh, I mean, they're directly uh, affecting the GABA receptors. And, but the thing is, is that they're synthetic chemicals and uh, they're not um, uh, chemicals that the body knows particularly well how to deal with. So, um, when excess concentrations of them appear, the uh, receptors tend to uh, downregulate in the case of uh, phenibut. I mean, there's been a lot of uh, reports uh, online of, of people uh, having problems with phenibut. If they take it too often, um, they can experience withdrawals. And so that got crossed off the list. Uh, you know, it's, it's pretty... Uh, and sometimes, in, you know, I wanted to create a supplement that I could take every day that I wouldn't have to be super careful with, you know, uh, creating uh, negative symptoms such as, you know, withdrawals. And, uh, and, that, and that's kind of its problem. I mean, it's, it, it's, its popularity has come waxed and waned, and, and, and some you know, people try it and there'll be somebody, you know, post that for them, oh, this is the greatest thing ever. And then, uh, you know, then then after taking it for a while, they're like, oh, I you know I had some bad withdrawal symptoms, and 
Yeah, so so I wanted to make sure that uh, we were using GABA itself, which the brain and the body know how to deal with. If there's too much of it, the brain and the body know how to get rid of it. Um, you know, the GABA, um, there's there's particular enzymes that operate directly on GABA that you know trans, uh, deactivate it and so forth. And you know that was key to me. So uh, but, and, and then uh, picamillin, which is a Believe it's developed in Russia, and that was that was sold for a while. It's like niacin bonded to GABA, I think, and um, and now it got taken off the market. So, and that was a, you know that's a similar kind of thing. It's you know synthetic, and and then just all these synthetics that uh, are GABA receptor um, agonists, or uh, they all have problems uh, to some extent. You know tranquilizers and so forth. Um, you know, used appropriately under medical supervision, sure, but, um, you know, these synthetics, I, I, I wouldn't take them, um, you know, otherwise. It's, it's just uh, too many uh, too many problems with basically desensitizing these receptors. So, and, and when that happens, the overexcitability results, and that causes, you know, anxiety and insomnia and all kinds of problems. Well, I, I think your thoughts are, are supported by the fact that Picamillion was taken off the market and it's no longer available. So when, when you sat down, you know, okay, you, you looked at the mechanism of action, you know, uh, the, the biosynthesis of GABA, you looked at how some of these other supplements were doing it. Uh, you decided what you didn't want to do. You saw the research that said nitric oxide, um, you know, does increase uh, GABA's, GABA's deliverability to the brain. Tell us, uh, I guess, for, for people listening, um, we'll go ahead and reveal the formulation that you're using. It's, it's GABA. Um, go ahead and tell everybody else what else uh, it, we have in there. We have uh, citrulline, um, which is an amino acid uh, that uh, helps produce nitric oxide in the body. Uh, we have grapeseed extract, which activates um, and uh, increases uh, endothelial NOS. Um, which, uh, which is a uh, nitric oxide producing enzyme. Uh, and then we also have rosmarinic acid, which prevents GABA from uh, breaking down in the brain by um, somewhat inhibiting the enzyme that uh, breaks it down. Um, and it's very true uh, in my experience. And then we also have GABA, of course. And... Uh, that's what we're taking across the brain barrier to uh, create the GABA effect. Now, um, one of the things that one of the approaches I was considering, but I uh, decided not to pursue, was uh, the precursor in the brain uh, to GABA is is glutamate. But glutamate is not something that uh, I would ever uh, want to increase because. Over uh, excess levels of glutamate are one of the primary ways that ex excitotoxicity, which is a form of brain damage, happens. So that's another question. Uh, <laughs> I mean, there, uh, the, it's, it's best to uh, let the brain uh, keep its uh, own supply of glutamate um, separately, not try to increase it uh, exogenously. It's just, uh, it's just too much... Uh, um, danger there. <laughs> so I, uh, so we, we, I didn't do that approach. I mean, the, the thing about GABA is, yeah, it's, it's difficult to design a way to increase it that doesn't have all these problems. So the, uh, the path I took with the, um, with increasing nitric oxide and then having GABA by itself cross the blood brain barrier was, uh, the best way that I could think of to increase GABA sustainably and health and considering long-term health impacts. Well, I remember the first time I read your white paper and, and the research, you know, internally that we were passing back and forth uh, on the formulation. And, and I think it's it's a very innovative approach and, and it's very exciting for me. And, and I think a lot of our listeners and natural sack supporters will, will feel the same way. Um, you know, so, so there's four ingredients in there. You guys heard them. It, it's GABA, um, L-citrulline to uh, increase nitric oxide and help carry GABA across that blood brain barrier. And then we have the, the rosmarinic acid um, and 
the grapeseed extract. We'll talk about those two in just a second, but you know, we mentioned L-citrulline previously. There are a lot of studies and a lot of people who believe that L-citrulline um, increases nitric oxide better than L-arginine. It's been used as a bodybuilding supplement to increase work capacity. Avalar, talk to us a little bit about uh, some of the benefits of citrulline. Okay, well, there's a study that says that uh, supplementation L-citrulline increases uh, uh, oxygen uptake, kinetics, and high-intensity exercise performance in humans. So, uh, you know, so, and this is why it's been popular as a bodybuilding supplement, because it increases uh, performance um, in, uh, in these studies. So, it also, it's, uh, it's been used uh, to uh, improve uh, heart function. Um, in patients with uh, idiopathic uh, arterial pulmonary hypertension. There's been a study on that. And also it improves uh, erectile dysfunction, which is uh, always a benefit. Um, <laughs> then uh, grapeseed extract, uh, if, we're, if, if you want to move on to that. Um, okay. Um, yeah, well, that increases uh, endothelial NOS, which uh, increases nitric oxide. So um, that um, basically in, enhances a lot of the effects of, uh, that you're talking about, citrulline, uh, and, and which, are, which are due to uh, its increase of uh, you know, nitric oxide in the body. Just for, for listeners who may not know, when you, when you say endothelial NOS, what does that mean? That's an enzyme uh, that is, takes uh, our... Um, the precursors of nitric oxide and turns it into nitric oxide. So, where uh, it, you know by increasing that, uh, it produces more nitric oxide in the body. Also, grapeseed extract has uh, antioxidant benefits, um, and uh, you know, uh, so it's 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 generally a health healthy uh, <laughs> healthful supplement. So so you know on top of improving GABA. Um, Availability in the body. This you know, this supplement combination has a lot of other beneficial effects, uh, at least you know, as reported in uh, various medical studies. So, uh, you know, that's one thing I like about it. It's not just um, you know, it's like Fenibit, where okay, you're doing this kind of uh, uh, not so helpful intervention to increase gamma levels. So no, but 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 you're absolutely right. It's you know, and that's that's really the natural stacks way. It's you know, how do we how do we pile in as many synergistic effects and, and benefits as possible? It's not just uh, nothing's ever just a singular entity. It, it's doing it's helping us on multiple levels, you know, as much as possible. Um, so rosmarinic acid is also doing the same thing. Um, it, it's been shown. In, in some other, so if you're not familiar with rosemarinic acid, it, it's in, obviously it's in rosemary, it's in lemon balm. Um, it, it, it's part of the reason that lemon balm helps promote relaxation and that sense of calm. It's been used kind of in, in essential oils or, or Ayurvedic medicine as something that can help uh, to relax us. Um, but taken orally, it also slows the breakdown of GABA, right, Abelard? How does that happen? Right. Uh, the... Uh it's a GABA transaminase uh, inhibitor, which is the uh, enzyme that breaks down GABA um, in the brain. So that leaves uh, higher levels of GABA available. Um, also, it uh, inhibits another enzyme, which uh, turns uh, L-tryptophan into, uh, into kynurenine. Um, so that leaves more L-tryptophan to convert into serotonin and melatonin to aid in sleep and so forth, uh, and good moods. Um, so that's, uh, also there was another study that showed that it, uh, helps, in, um, it improves, uh, insulin resistance, um, and it enhances mitochondrial biogenesis. So, um, yeah, so there's there's a there's a large number of uh, health benefits for rosemary and acid. Yeah, yeah, I've also seen one where it uh, attenuated social stress. It, obviously, that was in a, a rat model, but still, um, you know, it, it does help. You know, that's that's exactly what you've mentioned and, and are talking about with GABA as being kind of social bumper cars. I know that's one way you've um, described GABA previously. 
one thing I'd like to also say is that, um, you know, since it's a, a formulation of, uh, uh, of one to three, uh, capsules, if you, you know, if, if you, it's easy to dial it up or dial it down. Update for you on the serving size. Uh, the label in the bottle that we have now is different from what it was uh, when we recorded this podcast. When we recorded, we actually had not finished production and, and the labeling. So uh, listen to what I'm saying here as opposed to what we say in the interview. Uh, a full serving of GABA brain food is two capsules, and that contains 633 milligrams of GABA. Do not exceed two capsules per day. Maybe start with one, work your way up to two, um, but then everything else that we say in the podcast is applicable. Uh, just remember that the maximum serving uh, right now is two capsules. Okay, back to Abelard. You can, it's easy to uh, experiment within the range of, that we suggested on the bottle to uh, find the right um, level that, that uh, suits one's individual needs. Well, that's a perfect segue into you know, the, the next couple of questions I was going to ask you, you know, what, what should we expect to feel, uh, when we take GABA brain food, when should we take it? How much of it should we take? Let's go through all of those kind of pro tips from, uh, the man who formulated this. Yeah. One, uh, I take it in the morning usually, uh, when I have to do, um, some sort of, uh, you know, when I'm going to be doing a lot of social interaction, uh, or when I'm uh, going to, you know, just be uh, wanting to have a calm, uh, med uh, fun day where I'm, you know, <laughs> enjoying company of others and so forth. So, so maybe not on a day where you're coding by yourself on the computer all day. Yeah, yeah. Like, or if I'm if I'm doing uh, just gonna be doing research all day, uh, not talking to anybody. Uh, or yeah, doing coding. It's, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's more, it's, it's better for social interaction than for, uh, for that. Or, or maybe on a day where if I have a lot of anxiety or stress that I have to deal with, um, you know, it helps with that too. And then, you know, you can take it in the morning and then, uh, in the afternoon if needed. So if, if we have to go to a social event where we may have some anxiety about that event, if that event's in the evening, are we okay to take it in the evening? Yeah, yeah, and it'll, it'll help with sleep. I mean, it's not going to keep you up. It's not going to knock you out either, right? Because I know a lot of people associate GABA with before sleep. You can always take one pill if it's too much. Um, you know, especially for a smaller individual, you know, lower body weight. Um, so, uh, you know, that's, that's what's great about the stack is you can dial it up and down. Okay. Okay. And this is something that you and I were talking about before we hit record. You know, I, I really love, you know, your approach to, um, you know, GABA is a little bit different, uh, or GABA brain food is a little bit different than, than the, the way that we normally think about nootropics and, you know, not every situation calls for the same tool. You know, you can easily build a house with just a hammer and a nail or hammer and nails, plural, but it won't be the same type of house that you could build if you used, you know, a carpenter's full arsenal of tools. GABA brain food is another tool in our toolbox for different scenarios and situations. Um, what else do we need to know uh, when it comes to GABA brain food? You know, everybody's, uh, it, um, experience with it is uh, probably going to be um, you know, individual. And uh, you know, maybe you should uh, start off with just taking one and kind of see how it affects um, each, you know, affects one's uh, personal neurochemistry and uh, go from there. So um, yeah, that's, that's one thing I would uh, recommend. Okay. Uh, so we talked about when to take it. We talked about how many um, can we take it every day? You can take it every day. Um, I would, I would definitely cycle it. Um, just because it's, uh, you know, it's, it's not a, uh, the kind of supplement you take if you want to like work really hard and, and code all day. Right. right? So, so there's going to be days where, you know, there's going to be like really hard work days where you're, you're just, you know, in a room, like just going, 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 going. 
And then there's going to be days where you're, you know, doing sales calls or having fun with family or whatever. And those are, you know, those are, those are more appropriate days for Kata. So it's, 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 it's a kind of, um, but I don't know if, if, I guess if somebody had like a baseline level of anxiety that they, um, wanted to, uh, um, and, and it worked with that or, you know, they, then there's nothing wrong with taking it. Okay. Um, how long do the effects last? Uh, the effects last about, about half a day and then kind of trail off. Okay. I'm just trying to throw at you all the questions that, that I know people are going to throw at me. So, okay. <laughs> uh, That's fine. so and, and I don't know if we, we mentioned this already, but, you know, Abelard sent me a message yesterday. He took GABA brain food yesterday morning, and the message that he sent me was uh, something like warm and fuzzy. Uh, that, yeah. That's how it makes you feel. Oh, yeah. Um, I uh, took uh, GABA brain food and, uh, you know, had some... Family time really connected well um, with uh, my family, and it was uh, yeah, it, it, it's that kind of uh, feeling that one gets when after a long day, of, like say going skiing or something, then coming home and sitting by the fire and being with friends. That's you know that kind of warm and cozy feeling. Just subjectively, that's the best way I can put it. I know it's very. Um, very subjective, but that's the, you know, I was, the feeling I was trying to convey. <laughs> all right, all right. So, so there you guys have it. The, the N equals one subjective feeling of warm and fuzzy, social bumper cars, bubble wrap for your ego. Uh, that, is, that is GABA and GABA brain food. Abelard, I want to shift gears just a little bit. While we have you, uh, you are the nootropics go-to person. So mm-hmm. let's throw a couple of questions at you. Uh, number one, uh, what nootropic stack did you take today? Oh, today. Oh, today? And, I took, I took, and why? <laughs> okay. Well, I took uh, Silta, of course. I took uh, dopamine brain food. Um, and I took Nexus. And, uh, all, all products that you formulated. Yeah, yeah all products that I formulated. And... Uh, I took that stack because, you know, I, I have to go through a lot of information here and uh, <laughs> talk really uh, fast and uh, be very uh, verbal in a technical way. So um, that is uh, why I took that stack. <laughs> yeah. So that's, uh, yeah, that's my current stack today. Um, that's a good stack for programming or any uh, thing that requires a lot of uh, concentration and uh, mental labor. It's also good for you know cramming before the interview with all the reading through all my notes and everything like that. <laughs> yeah, for you guys listening, I, I made Abelard do a lot of cramming for this. We 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 passed a lot of research back and forth in the last twenty four hours. So, um, okay, so so there's one. Let's let's go question two. We like to talk to you about your uh, your current experiments or, or biohacks. What have you been doing recently um, th- that you could share with our listeners that has had a positive impact for you, or even something that has a negative impact that we want to avoid? Oh, okay. Um, well, I've been experimenting with uh, sulforaphane, uh, which is a activator of uh, the NRF2 pathway, which basically means that it's it's this pathway in the body that uh, is. Uh, it helps with chronic neurodegenerative diseases, um, you know, also with uh, oxidative stress, uh, inflammation, uh, neuronal loss. And, and so furafane, a great source of it is broccoli or cruciferous vegetables, and they have to be raw cruciferous vegetables. So because if they're cooked, they, um, one of the enzymes that creates sulforaphane when uh, the broccoli, you know, broccoli is ground down, um, it, uh, it's destroyed. So you have to put the, so basically you have to put broccoli in a blender with, and, uh, yeah, I put it in there with like some cream cheese and, and make myself like cold broccoli soup. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> that's one of the biohacks I've been messing around with. So are, are you, um, you're not supplementing with sulforaphane. You're, you're actually eating raw broccoli to get high amounts of it. Right. Right. Um, have you noticed anything? Uh, yeah, it's generally, um, 
feel uh, healthier, like my, my, my stomach uh, works a little better. Uh, and and uh, yeah, just general health benefits. I feel like um, more resistant to disease. So is that like resistant to disease? Is that one of the purported claims of, you know, uh, that NRF2 pathway? Or I mean, what, what, why would you want to do that? I guess that's what I want you to talk about. Well, it's it's protection from neurodegenerative diseases and it's anti-inflammatory, um, antioxidative stress. So it's a general longevity, um, you know, adaptogenic thing. It's not like you know, uh, it's not so much a. I mean, it's 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 more of a protective thing than a, a performance optimization thing. Um, now, the, uh, one of the other things uh, I've been uh, I, I took some uh, last, which is a, it's this uh, Jap Japanese drug that's being investigated for ALS, and it's a very strong PDE4, PDE5, uh, PDE10 inhibitor, and um, it's uh, it's pretty amazing. But I think it's a little too strong for daily use. <laughs> there, that was a um, there's a lot of discussion about that on longevity, and um, a couple of people were taking it, but it's. Uh, it's it's too it's much too strong for daily use, but it, it'd probably be great for uh, um, you know it, it's used for post stroke therapy and uh, it's being investigated for many different neurodegenerative diseases. I mean, I, you know, I, I I am a researcher, so I try different things and just <laughs> understand. Yeah. So what's what's the name of the drug again? Abutilast. But I, I I but I wouldn't I wouldn't recommend it. Um, so, so how does the PDE four, five, ten inhibition tie into um, the neuroprotective uh, aspects of you know helping with ALS? Well, PDE four is a um, anti-inflammatory in the in the lungs, but also uh, in in the brain. Um, so ALS is you know a, a disease of um, in, in inflammation in the brain that uh, well it's 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 progression is in, increased by uh, inflammation so this is something that they're uh, trying to figure out if um, they can slow that down uh, in order to uh, prevent the progression of disease that's uh, there, there's a couple of companies so you said PDE4 itself is you said it's in it's anti-inflammatory but did you mean that it is inflammatory so inhibiting it is uh, it, uh, <laughs> it inhibits uh inflammation so uh that's um that you know that uh, by inhibiting inf inflammation in the brain it can um uh like, for instance, here, I'm just reading this off. Uh, it's investigated as a treatment for Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, multiple sclerosis, Huntington's disease, uh, stroke, autism, so, um, and chronic obstructive pulmonary disease, asthma, and rheumatoid arthritis. So basically all over the body where there's, a, uh, there's an inflammatory condition, it'll prevent that. Okay. Uh, that'll be interesting. I'm sure some people will want to read that. I'll get you to send me that link, and we can link to that thread on the show notes. Okay. Okay, so we have those two experiments. Anything else that you're experimenting with right now? Well, uh, high-intensity interval training. And um, I, there were a bunch of studies conducted in Norway that I looked at. Um, and they said that the minimum to uh, achieve better cardiovascular performance was uh, 19 minutes uh, of, uh, of aerobic exercise three times a week. So, um, you know, 10 minutes, and it, it was a high intensity, uh, um, program, 10 minutes at 70% max heart rate, four minutes at 90% max heart rate, then five minutes cool down. So, um, been trying to, you know, I don't really like cardio that much, so I'm trying to get as efficient at it as possible. Um, and, uh, also, I, I was just going to say, you're not the only one that hates cardio. <laughs> I love strength training. Strength training's uh, a lot of fun. Um, then uh, also, I've been yeah you know, looking into uh, with all this research I've been doing. Uh, I've been looking into ways to optimize nitric oxide, and um, PD, uh, I've been looking at uh, PD five inhibitors. Um, for example, uh, Icarin, which is what's in the uh, more 
familiarly named horny goat weed <laughs> with a PDE5 inhibitor. And that um, basically neuro, um, nitric oxide is a, uh, stimulates this enzyme, uh, well, it stimulates uh, CGMP, which causes you know, various cellular cascades. And uh, inhibiting PDE5 uh, potentiates the activity of those uh, those cascades. So it, it basically increases the effects of nitric oxide. So, um, you know, with all these benefits that I've uh, been exploring with nitric oxide, I'm uh, looking to ways to further enhance that just as a area of research. You know, it just dawns on me that I'm not sure we said earlier, uh, all the talk that we've done about nitric oxide, we know, I don't know that we mentioned that it is a vasodilator. It increases the diameter of blood vessels, increases blood flow, um, you know, so, so that is how it's been used in bodybuilding circles, you know, to help lifters get more of a pump, you get more nutrients in the blood, more, more nutrients to the, the working muscles, uh, you know, in terms of things like horny goat weed and, you know, erectile dysfunction medicines, if you're increasing blood flow to certain areas, then obviously you can see how that would be a benefit. Um, so yeah, I, I just wanted to make sure we threw that out in case somebody was not aware of why nitric oxide is such a good thing. Right. So uh, in GABA brain food, we have uh, citrulline and uh, grapeseed extract to increase nitric oxide. But I've been you know, looking into these other uh, mechanisms of increasing it as sort of a synergistic uh, bundle, if you will, uh, uh, to explore that, um, that mechanism. You know, I started experimenting with uh, taking citrulline a couple of years ago, um, a client that I trained when I lived in New York actually was, was taking it, his doctor told him to take it because he was so low on energy. And when he started taking it, his energy and, and endurance in the gym went through the roof. His weight loss, uh, would, that was his goal. That's why he was coming to me. His weight loss dramatically improved, uh, kind of went from not being able to finish workouts to being able to crush workouts that got progressively harder. And obviously that facilitated you know, improvements in body composition, weight loss, um, and, and physical performance. But, but I started experimenting with it. And, and the thing that I noticed was dramatically increased vascularity. Um, that's not something that's important to me now as it was when I lived in New York and was trying to be a, a model. Um, but anecdotal evidence, um, you know, it does increase, uh, athletic performance, workout performance, and, you know, can increase vascularity if that's something that you're interested in. All right. Uh, any other uh, hacks or tips, tricks, experiments, Abelard? Oh, uh, well, that's that's about it for right now. <laughs> any, anything that you're doing non-supplement wise, um, time management hacks or productivity hacks? I use a bunch of different apps to keep uh, track of all my stuff. Give us two apps that, that you haven't talked to us about on previous uh, appearances. By the way, you're the first person to make three appearances on the OPP. <laughs> I'm so honored. Uh, it's a great show. I listen to it every week. Uh, <laughs> well, let's see. Um, I'm using, uh, I use Muse for meditation. You know, I have one of those Muse headsets. Uh, that's really nice for, uh, calming down at the end of the day and just, you know, kind of filtering, sorting through all my thoughts. Um, I use a, for keeping track of my bodybuilding, uh, I use FitNotes, uh, which is great for, you know, I, I do three different types of exercise, uh, sets of exercises. And so I get to keep track of my, all my weights on and the repetitions and so forth with that. Um, I also use uh, habit bowl, which is, uh, great for, because you can put anything you want in there as a habit and then keep track of it over time. So, uh, you know, with all the experiments I do and, uh, things that, uh, you know, that, that aren't really the standard kind of things that, you know, app makers think about, uh, it helps with that. Because, uh, and then it has, you know, it's good data export and so forth. So I can kind of pull it out of there. And for instance, I can take my Cambridge brain science scores and, you know, graph them and, and keep notes of like what supplements I was taking and so forth. <laughs> you're such a, you're such a quantified biohacker. Yeah. Yeah. It's great for that. Um, absolutely wonderful. Okay. Uh, one more question. What would you tell the 25-year-old version of yourself if you could have a conversation with him right now? 
Uh, so I had a conversation with a 25 year old person myself. I would say, um, don't be afraid uh, to um, make changes in your life if you need to. Um, and uh, you know, take care of your health. Start eating better. Because <laughs> I, you know, I, I haven't always uh, eaten uh, as and, and taken care of my health as well as I should have. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, All right, I like it. So, Abelor, before we let you go, um, you've answered the the top three tips to live optimal before. Um, if you have some on there uh, in, in that regard that that you haven't shared, I'll give you a chance to do that in a second. But before you do, because this episode was focused on the neurotransmitter GABA, we talked about GABA brain food. I want to recap for our listeners GABA brain food um, and, and some of the things that we talked about. So if I distill it down, what I come away with is, you know, GABA by itself does not cross the blood brain barrier very well. We have studies that show that NO boosters um, increase significantly GABA um, deliverability to the brain. The GABA brain food uses L-citrulline uh, to accomplish this. L-citrulline is, is potentially better than arginine at, at boosting nitric oxide. We have grapeseed extract um, to also increase um, nitric oxide enzymatically. And rosmarinic acid is uh, the fourth component of the formulation, and it's known for calming and relaxation. It also slows down the uh, slows the breakdown of GABA by inhibiting GABA transaminase. Did we get that right? Yeah, GABA transaminase. So, is is that an accurate depiction of of you know how you would explain GABA brain food, or, or what else would you like to add? Yeah, no, that's that's an accurate description of uh, how I would explain it. Okay. And warm and fuzzy, social bumper cars, uh, social shock absorber, uh, bubble wrap for the ego. <laughs> right, right. Uh, generally, anti-anxiety helps with sleep. Um, Beautiful. All right. Give me one tip to live optimal that you haven't given us previously. Uh, okay. Never stop learning. You know, uh, and one of the things that learning constantly helps one do that's really an unexpected benefit besides knowing a lot of random facts <laughs> is, is, is the, the ability to find connections between different things that um, haven't uh, been explored. And that's just a great source of creativity and um and just general, uh, generally exploring one's uh, uh, capabilities and generating new ideas. Um, you know, there's this uh, uh, idea that uh, James Altucher has, which I kind of like, where you write uh, ten ideas for something a day, and and you know, if you if you learn a lot of things, it's easy to generate, uh, come up with uh, things to kind of put together to. Uh, generate creative ideas. So. Is that the same? Uh, was that in the, the Tim Ferriss Tools for Titans book? Was that mentioned in there? Well, yeah, because I think he was a guest on Tim Ferriss's show. So okay, okay, all right. Uh, when are we going to see you on Jeopardy with all these random facts that you know? <laughs> you know, people have told me that over the years that he should be on Jeopardy. Use all this memory for random <laughs> trivia. <laughs> No, but on a serious note, what's what's the coolest, most intriguing thing that you've learned in the last ten days or two weeks? Last ten days or two weeks? Oh, hmm. Well, uh, I don't know. It's uh, like some artificial intelligence stuff, but that's really complicated. Uh, <laughs> but let's see. More down to earth things that I've learned over the last. Uh, Two weeks. Um, let's see what's a good. Uh, can you can I think about this for a second? Sure, I'll, I'll I'll give you a buffer. So for you guys listening, when Abelard is not creating <laughs> nootropics, he's developing codes for for artificial intelligence, and you're probably the guy that that developed the Amazon store, aren't you? <laughs> no, <laughs> thanks for the compliment. Well, uh, you know, I'm uh, learning about this. Uh, 
sulforaphane pathway was really interesting. Um, just how many different systems in the body uh, it affects, and uh, that um, you know, the, the, I mean, it's basically why one of the main reasons like vegetables are good for you. <laughs> I think that was that was probably the most interesting thing I learned. I mean, there's been there's been thousands, there's been lots and lots of studies about this because it's been such a um, uh, it's been such a you know has so many health benefits. People, they, they, I mean, they think they might use it to, to treat like autism. It's, uh, it's crazy. Uh, <laughs> so if if you found this to be that interesting, I'm going to get you to send the the links to some of your most uh, intriguing articles that, that you've read on this. And, and for you guys listening, I'll put the links to those in the blog post for this podcast. And I will also tell you guys that. Um, my number one source for sulforaphane is, has always been broccoli sprouts. And I got this from, uh, I know Dr. Rhonda Patrick has been talking a lot about uh, broccoli sprouts recently, but I think for a different reason. But um, I got the idea for sprouts from Johnny Bowden or Bowden. Uh, the book is 150 Healthiest Foods on Earth. It's one of my favorite books. I think I've linked to it several times on previous podcasts. But in his words, in that book, he says, you know, eating a sprout gives you significantly more nutrients than eating a, a broccoli floret because the sprout is the entire plant uh, as opposed to just the floret. And if you think about one sprout would grow into one broccoli plant and have, you know, the, the head at the top, if you're eating a package of broccoli uh, sprouts, they may be young, yes, but you're getting significantly more of those nutrients and, and beneficial compounds than if you ate the the adult version. Right. Um, also, uh, sulforaphane is a chemical that broccoli uses to prevent uh, insects from eating it too much. So uh, the seeds, you know, have more concentrated. Uh, form of that just because they're more vulnerable. Same with the sprouts. We could have an entire paleo and, and nutritional argument about whether or not that's a negative for our digestive system. Um, but for you guys listening, that will have to be a different episode of the OPP. We'll, we'll shelf that one and come <laughs> back to it. Uh, we'll, we'll, t we'll talk about anti-nutrients and, and soaking food and raw foods and all that stuff at a later date. So Abelard, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Thank you for continuing to formulate amazing products. Uh, I can't wait to try GABA brain food. I'm sure many of our listeners, uh, I know based on the number of emails and comments that I've gotten, there are a lot of people who are anxiously awaiting this. So thanks for hanging out with us. Thanks for doing what you do. All right, guys, really cool offer for you right now, just for our Optimal Performance podcast listeners. This is a thank you for supporting the show, for listening to this episode. Um, if you're listening to this the week that it launches, this podcast is airing before we actually launch GABA Brain Food. So if you pre-order your GABA Brain Food right now, anytime between now and when we actually launch GABA Brain Food, I have a coupon code for you. The code is GABA sub 20 G-A-B-A. S-U-B-2-0, all uppercase, GABA sub 20. This coupon code will get you 20% off a subscription for GABA Brain Food. You will save 20% on your first three orders of GABA Brain Food. And the really cool thing about this is that it doesn't have to be three months. It doesn't have, you do not have to get GABA delivered to you every single month. Our subscription plans allow you to choose the interval that works best for you. And the recurring interval can be every month, every two months, or every three months, depending on how you use certain products. Okay, so GABA sub 20 is the coupon code for you to save $8 a bottle. That's 20% off your first three orders when you get a subscription. You have to pre-order, you have to do this before we actually launch GABA to capitalize on this promotion. GABA sub 20, thanks for listening. Back to the show.
Great. Great to talk to you. If you guys are listening, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, we will talk to you next Thursday. Make sure you go to naturalstacks.com to see the video version of this with all of the links and, and resources and show notes from this episode. And please go to iTunes, leave us a five-star review. Let us know how much you like the OPP. If we read yours on the air, we'll hook you up with free stuff. And of course, share the OPP with your friends and family who you know would benefit from the things that we're talking about here so that we can help more people live optimal. Thanks again for listening. We'll talk to you next Thursday.